everybody. Welcome to the Jersey Baseball Show. Uh, today's Generation Next episode, we're talking to one of the top left-handed pitchers in the country, one of the uh, the you know consensus top left-handed pitcher in the state of New Jersey this year, 2022, Zach Crotchfeld from Jackson Memorial. Welcome, Zach. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. Super pumped for it. Absolutely. We got a uh, an SEC commit here to uh, to Auburn University. Decided that that the Jersey weather in the winter wasn't nice enough for him. Um, decided that you know something about the SEC crowds, environment, competition, best conference in the country. All those all those things, I guess, seemed a little too much to pass up, right? So. For sure. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I was my thing is like I want to play baseball all year round, all year round. So I mean, the South is the place to do that. So and you know, on top of that, the best competition in the country. So tell us, tell us how Auburn, you know, kind of emerged as the number one school for you. Um, obviously, all sorts of options, you know, all sorts of weather climates, all sorts of power conferences. Um, but how did we eventually settle on Auburn being the place? Yeah, so um, I started getting recruited uh, from like my eighth grade year uh, and into my freshman summer. Um, I had a few schools on me and then we were down at a tournament in Georgia and uh, Auburn was there uh, along with a few other schools. And, uh, you know, just honestly being on the phone and talking with the different coaches from Auburn kind of just like it set them apart from everybody else because they're just they're such good guys and um, they made me feel like family, you know, Auburn is really far away from New Jersey and yeah. uh, I don't have, I don't have any family out there and I'm the only child. So for me and my parents, it was, um, I wanted to be at a place where I felt like it was home and I was treated like, you know, like family. So, I mean, just after the first phone call with Butch Thompson, it was, yeah, I felt like, you know, one of their own, you know, so that, that kind of, um, you know, made me feel like I was in the right place. And then, uh, because Auburn isn't too far from Georgia, we took a little trip down there, got to walk around the campus a little bit. And I mean, it's gorgeous, you know, it's exactly what I wanted. It's like a mini city and that's exactly what I've always wanted. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just can't beat it. SEC coaches, beautiful campus, beautiful baseball field. I mean, there's not nothing that tops it. I was going to say, you've seen SEC baseball, I'm sure for years as a, as a kid watching and, you know, obviously the Vanderbilts of the world and, and really every program down there has got a, a, a tradition and a, and a history. Has it fully hit you yet that, you know, starting in September, that's going to be you too? I mean, I don't think so, honestly, because uh, in my mind, it's just, you know, just another place I'm going to play the game I love. You know, it's it's not even I'm not even thinking about, oh, you know, it's college. I'm just thinking about, hey, I get to play more baseball. And, you know, that's all I really care about. So I don't think it's really hit me yet. Yeah, yeah, until the first trip to Vanderbilt or, or Arkansas, <laughs> right, you know? Right. Um, what, uh, you know, what would you, what's the plan then for the offseason, right? Because you you obviously, you know, we've got some unfinished business at Jackson. You've got a, a, a school that's always in contention for a state title, but want to finish that job, I'm sure, too. Um, you've got the SEC to prepare for you certainly in, the, in a, a position where, you know, depending on how things go, it could be an MLB call in July, right? There's all sorts of uh, things, but 
you know, to get not to get that far ahead, where do you feel like you need to be kind of in the moment right now as you're getting in your ramp up stage for for this spring? Yeah, so um, working with uh, different resources, different guys, especially um, my travel program, Niners baseball program, they're they're great guys over there. Um, on top of that, my advisors, Steve Bean and Eric Eisen with Vayner Sports, um, they provide like probably some of the top tier resources that anybody could ask for. I'm very grateful for that because I know not everybody has that opportunity. Um, I'm working with, you know, some of the top tier guys to get my body in the best possible shape for the season, prepare me for the next level, um, you know, whatever uh, that happens to be. And uh, I mean, honestly, for me, it's all about getting stronger, getting more explosive, being faster, um, putting myself in a spot where I'm conditioned enough to go for uh, six, seven innings, where in the past I've kind of reached my pitch limit by the fifth inning, by the sixth inning. Um, I know that I'm really going to have to step up this year and I'm going to have to put in a lot of innings considering uh, Matt Potok left last year um, to go to Coastal Carolina. So um, I know that those extra innings, that extra inning going into the seventh, going into the sixth, it's going to be a little more important to get in there and, you know, keep that longevity going. So um, really just, I've really hit hard on lifting like a baseball player, lifting the right way, eating the right way, um, you know, throwing the right way, making sure I'm doing everything in my power to be as prepared for day one and, you know, put my team in the best, you know, contribute and put my team in the best spot to, you know, hopefully win a state championship. I know that's what we're all dying for. So. Absolutely. Now you said Vayner sports as, as your advisors, have you met Gary V is the question. Um, I haven't met him in person. I have DM'd him back and forth on Instagram a little bit. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> I see the videos he posts, man. He's such a down to earth guy. Um, he's really, he's really genuine and he's, yeah. uh, he's, he's awesome. I love the dude. That already makes you significantly cooler than I am and, <laughs> and ever will be. So, so I, that's, that's pretty awesome. And, it's it sounds like he is you know the thing that makes him successful I think is that he's so genuine you know he is it's not it's never an act you know it's it's just that's that's the real person and so that's pretty cool that you've got that experience already as as well to kind of get that even through uh through dm 100 percent. yeah I mean he's I don't know how you could fake what he you know what he says what he does you know it's it's the most you know real thing there is so yeah that's that's why I like him because he's just straight to the point you know, no messing around. So I like that too, right? Have you a kind of grown to realize you know positive energy is contagious? Hundred percent. I mean, that's why in my mind, like ever since I was a younger kid, like it's all about surrounding yourself with people who you know who are if you want to be more educated and um, you know be smarter, surround yourself with those people. If you want to you know be better at whatever you're doing, surround yourself with those people who are better. You know, and it kind of lifts you up as well you catch on to their habits you you know you see their you know how they do things and how they go about their business and it kind of rubs off on you and I mean when somebody as positive as Gary always you know pushing good good vibes and um you know genuine things like it just rubs off on you and you know that's what that's why I like him I, I can't lie I love the guy definitely definitely um Jackson Memorial this year what are we looking at I'll give you a brief chance to uh, to shout out some of your uh, senior teammates what uh we is is a state title kind of really a legitimate that's that's what everybody's goals got to be right 
Yeah, I mean, I think if you went around and asked everybody on the team, um, you know, what would you sacrifice to win a state championship? I think we'd all agree we'd sacrifice the other two tournaments and the whole rest of our season because that's how bad we want it. Um, uh, um, I mean, on top of that, like, I think this year we are going to be a little young in terms of experience. Um, I think we're going to have a few guys that are definitely going to have to step up, but you know, no doubt in my mind that those guys can do it. Um, a guy like uh, Zach McCabe, who's going to Stockton, um, he's definitely going to have to step up, um, which, you know, it's in his capabilities to do. So I've been playing with him since I was eight years old. You know, the kid's got heart. He can do it. No problem. Um, a guy like Charlie Meglio, who just committed to Campbell university. Um, you know, he's, he's a stud. I know he's going to do his thing behind me in the infield. Um, and, you know, to bring someone new, you, you might not know his name, Aiden O'Donnell. Um, he didn't catch last year because we had Zach Rogacki behind the dish, but he's going to be our catcher this year. Um, and, you know, he didn't catch last year, but that doesn't mean he can't catch this year. I think he's going to do a great job. Um, I don't think he's going to have a problem being behind the dish. He's got probably the most heart on the team you know he he just wants to play he's a baller you know he's gonna do whatever the team needs uh and that goes pretty much for every guy on our roster I, I can't name one guy who wouldn't put you know an arm and a leg out there to to win a baseball game for you know and our thing is like we play for each other it's nobody's selfish on the team you know it's a lot of guys are playing for each other um you know <laughs> that's all I could say just positive things I love the group of guys so it's such a cliche to, to, to throw out there that like tradition never graduates, that kind of expression. But, you know, you've seen at Jackson, that's really true, right? I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's a, obviously a lot of great players, but a cultural thing too, right? 100%. I mean, when I came in my freshman year, uh, Frank Malta was the coach. Um, obviously, Pat George is the coach now. Um, but, I mean, when you look at the difference between the culture from – uh, when coach Malta was coaching and when coach George is coaching it, the culture really isn't different. Obviously they have a, a few differences in how they do things and that's to be expected. But um, his thing was when he came in, he was like, we're not changing a thing. We're, we're going to play the same way. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to go all out. You know, we're going to have, we're going to play with a chip on our shoulder, just like we have for, you know, the past, however many years that coach Malta has been here, you know, right. um, like I said, we do things a little differently. Practices run a, a few different ways, but uh, I mean, we all have the same attitude and intentions that we did when Coach Malta was here. So, yeah. Um, SEC is is tough enough, and we've talked about Auburn a little bit, but but certainly your performance in the summer, you know, area code, some of the other events, has you on the the radar for being a, a potential draft choice in uh, in the summer next year. Do you, is it hard to put that aside, you know, because it's really out of your control other than doing your, your thing every day, or is it like, do you ever get caught up in that? Oh my gosh, that, that's, you know, that's one closer step. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't, it, it doesn't really like cross my mind like that. I kind of just see it as um, it's, it's a possibility who knows what's going to happen out of my control. And um the thing that I'm learning very quickly is that if something's out of my control, you know, don't worry about it. Just let it run its course, you know, and um, react the best way that you know how. Um, yeah, it's cool and all. Um, there are no guarantees. So, and even at Auburn, I still have to perform, you know, there's, there's no guarantees there either. So 
uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to put my best foot forward and I'm going to put my best work out there. Um, and I mean, like I said, yeah, it's cool. Not really on my mind. I don't, I don't see it as like, oh my God. And I don't know if that's maybe because it hasn't hit me yet, but I kind of just see it as like, Hey, it's another, you know, it's another opportunity to play the game you love. And that's, that's all I'm doing it for, you know, like, yeah. um, I'm just doing it because I love it. If I wasn't, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even be on this meeting with you. So. Absolutely. So how did, I mean, how did this all happen? You know, how did you really kind of become the player that, that you are today? You know, you're talking about one of the best in, in the country at, at what you do at the high school level. So how did the, you know, what was kind of the journey, your journey to get to there? Yeah. I mean, it all started when I was uh, very young. Uh, I always tell this story because it's a bit, it's a little funny, but uh, my dad played in high school and he started, he was a righty. So when he was teaching me how to play ball, he, uh, he taught me as a righty. And I guess it was just so awful that he was like, maybe we should try lefty. And it looked a little more natural. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's always a good place to start. Um, I mean, growing up, I was not always the best kid. I, I didn't, I really didn't deserve to be on the field when it was, you know, all stars and the travel team and whatnot. I, I just wasn't, um, I wasn't that good, just plain and simple. I was very short, very pudgy, not athletic. Um, wasn't, I didn't have a lot of talent to begin with. Um, uh, you know, so for me, being around all those kids that were always better than me, kind of, it kind of pushed me and motivated me because I'm very competitive. You know, I make everything a competition that I do, you know, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's with my dad, whether it's in school with my classmates trying to get a better grade, I'm, I'm very competitive. So uh, my thing was like, I just want to be better than these kids. You know, I don't want to be as good as them. I want to pass them. Um, so uh, once I was like 10 years old, that kind of, that really set in for me. And I started putting in extra work, extra reps, as many as I could. Um, and I didn't see results right away. But I think that all that extra time that I put in, all those extra reps really kind of made me who I am today. Um, and once I was about in eighth grade, I hit a little bit of a growth spurt. Thank God. Um, I was about uh, six foot, 160. You know, I was, I was a string bean. I went from being pudgy to a string bean. So, um, yeah, I mean, just once I got there, it was kind of – it was a little bit easier for me. I'm not going to lie. It was easier than all the struggles that I went through. Things came a little bit nat- more natural. Um, I think I have all that extra time and effort that I put in to, th- to thank um, there. And then, you know, it was kind of just getting around the right people – um, that could develop me, um, including the Niners, including uh, Brandon Vega, who was our JV coach last year, who um, has left to pursue his own uh, business wheelhouse training. Um, I mean, just getting around those right people, showing me how to lift, showing me how to eat right, showing me the proper mechanics, um, simple stuff like that kind of pushed me to the next level as well. Um, and then, you know, started getting a little bit of college attention and understanding that um you know just because you're getting college attention doesn't mean that the work stops and then once getting once I was committed the work doesn't stop you know it gets harder you got to work even harder um and so on and so forth so I really have when I was younger and those struggles that I went through to you know to thank you know really made me gritty and you know willing to put in the work and trust the process so I have that to thank so you ever get down on yourself because of that because it really sounded like it took a little while there to until you hit that spurt and you know before you saw you know as competitive as you are 
you know, you see him not seeing the results right away, that could probably be really frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely tough for me, um, especially because I didn't uh, – obviously, my, my parents were probably my biggest support system, and I'm very grateful for them, um, having both of them in my life. Um, but as far as friends go, as far as teammates go, um, I'm not going to lie, I didn't always have the best people around me. Um, and not being the best player on the field, uh, combined with, you know, not always being around the best kids, uh, it kind of took a toll on me. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I did struggle with mental health when I was a little bit younger. Just honestly, I would beat myself up a lot, you know, because I didn't have a ton of people telling me like, hey, it's all right, you know, just keep working, keep working. I have my mom and my dad, but in my mind, they're supposed to say that, you know, they're my parents. Um, so, yeah, I, I will say that I definitely struggled mentally um, because I kind of felt like I was fending for myself, you know, and I had to self-motivate myself a lot. And, you know, that motivation just wasn't there. Um, so, yeah, I, I got down on myself a lot. And uh, I mean, it's even now it's hard when I, I mess up, you know, to not beat myself up because I just I want to get better, so, you know, so bad. And usually you want to get better like that. And it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It never you know, works that way. Right. And, you know, after a bad outing, I want to go back out there and fix it, but I have to wait a week until my next outing. So um, yeah, I'll definitely say that I struggled with that a little bit when I was younger. Um, and it's no joke. I mean, some of those habits can carry into, you know, your older life. If you don't get that help that you need, um, obviously like, in in today's day and age it seems like that's becoming a bigger issue um mental health and stuff and that's definitely something i wanted to touch on because uh i feel i was in that in this position as well but people feel embarrassed to to find help and to look for a way out you know um and that's never the case you know i got lucky and my parents were very helpful and um you know just other people that i had in my life when i was younger were very helpful with that um but it's not all right to to just push it to the side and because it, it builds up you know what I mean if you if you don't take care of it on the spot it builds up builds up um obviously I don't know what happened in the various uh situations that have gone down recently but um guys like Ryan Jefferson um that that was a whole big thing um and you know that hurt me because I know what that's like and plus he's from the baseball community I never want to see that that kid was super super talented um, there have been a couple other uh, younger kids that are, you know, 15 or so that um, have taken their own life and because of mental health. And I feel like someone, you know, I'm not saying I'm like this big popular celebrity or anything, but not yet. Um, yeah, not, not yet. Hopefully one day. Um, but someone that I know there are some younger kids that look up to me. I definitely just want to uh, reiterate that if you struggle with that stuff, you know, find help no one's gonna laugh at you or make fun of you because you're looking for help you know people are gonna be there for you and support you but um it's on you to find that help and talk to somebody because if you don't it just eats at you and it, it never goes away so um definitely just something I wanted to touch a little bit on because I think it's super important especially in today's day and age I think you know sometimes social media can convey that you know you, you got to be a man you know and and yeah, be a man. That's all right. But being a man also entails getting help when you need it. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of touch base on that a little bit. 
Yeah, and and I'm I'm glad you mentioned the the something I was going to ask is that you know you're getting to a point where you know even if it's just people in the in the local you know kids in the local baseball community they know who you are and and they do like oh hey he's the kid going to Auburn or whatever so I'm I'm glad that you threw out there you know kind of the advice and 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 you know message that you've sort of learned along the way you know right. to, to let them know so. Um, what's the proudest thing you've ever, you know, your proudest moment on a baseball field? Proudest moment on a baseball field would definitely have to be going back to the last dance tournament, um, in when I was a, uh, sophomore in high school. Yeah. Sophomore. Um, the, the year previous, uh, we had Cherokee in the first, first round of States and, uh, the weather was awful that day. I have to say the weather was awful that day, not to make an excuse for my performance, but I choked pretty bad. And uh, I let down, you know, in my eyes, I let down a lot of those uh, older guys, you know, as a freshman, I kind of took that one hard um, because I know we had such a good team and, and guys wanted it so bad. And I wanted it bad too. Um, to kind of let down the team, that one hurt. Um, but in the last dance tournament, it was, it was the South championship. And it, we were down three nothing in the fourth inning or the fifth inning, the fifth inning. And uh, I came in with bases loaded, no outs, pretty terrible situation. Um, but, you know, worked through it, got out of the inning without letting any runs up. Um, and then after that inning, we were all really fired up, scored like four or five runs after that. Um, and then I went back out there and did my thing for two more innings and we ended up winning the, the South championship. Um, so for me, that was like a big redemption thing. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of those guys haven't really, we hadn't really won anything up until that point. So to bring home some hardware, you know, and to be a part of that and to like kind of help the team get there, you know, that is like, that was like one of the best feelings ever. I was super proud. I mean, cause I played with a lot of those kids when I was younger in little league, you know what I mean? And um, I, a lot of those kids, it was their last year. So I wanted to be a part of it as much as I could. Um, and to win that game was huge, you know, jumping around with everybody and uh, celebrating, you know, probably one of the best feelings um, I've ever had on a baseball field. And I hope that I have a lot more like that to come. So absolutely. Uh, favorite place you've played big stadium division. So we're not no high school field allowed here. Okay. Favorite place I've played. I definitely got to say in Cary, North Carolina at the, uh, at the USA facility. Um, those fields were, were gorgeous. I mean, they were awesome. And then I'd also have to say uh, the trop at Ray stadium was very nice. I, uh, I was getting ready to go in the bullpen and there was this guy that was working on the bullpen mound, one of the ground screw guys. And, um, I was like, excuse me, I have to throw. And he was like, give me five more minutes. I'm almost done. And he made that mound absolutely perfect for me. Um, and then went on to, uh, onto the actual mound and it was like the nicest mound I've ever thrown on. Um, and I mean, but yeah, the carry North Carolina, the work that they do down there on those fields. I mean, they're, they're major league grade fields. They're beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, the trop was definitely, that was an experience mainly because it was inside in the bubble. I've never been yeah. inside playing a game, you know, it's always outside. So there's no yeah. air resistance. It's nice and it's a good temperature. So that was, it was a pretty awesome experience. Climate controlled baseball. For sure. Uh, um, 
what's one thing we don't know about Zach Crouchfeld that, that we should? All right. Well, I'm going to give a little self promo here. I do run a little business on the side. I run a sneaker reselling business. So um, I buy and sell like Jordan's Yeezys, kind of like hype shoes. Um, I'll buy them used, clean them up and resell them. So um, in spite of my last name being Crotchfeld, my name, if you want to check me out and get some shoes for me is kick to the crotch on, uh, on Instagram. So I had a little, little twist. I feel like you had, you had, that's one plus is you had a built-in business name there. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how could you not with Crotchville, right? Like it's, <laughs> it just worked out. So yeah, I run a little, little side hustle. Um, it's nothing crazy. I have like 15 pairs of shoes sitting in my room right now, but you know, it's, it, so it's is good. This, it's, is it primarily Instagram? What are we, a website? What are we, how are we, uh, what are we, where do we need to go to, to get this if that's what we want to do? Yeah, I mean, you check me out on Instagram, uh, check me out on Facebook, I, just Zach Crotchfeld on Facebook. Um, and then, you know, I sell on various other program or, uh, you know, services and whatnot. And then I also go to like sneaker conventions here and there. So I'll be at one this Sunday up in East Brunswick. So um, yeah, it's just, I really enjoy being around shoes. And if I wasn't doing baseball, I'd probably be doing that full time. So love, love, yeah, I love the side hustle and uh, let's hope it becomes uh, bigger and bigger as, as your platform gets bigger and bigger. I hope so for sure. Absolutely. Um, favorite Halloween costume ever. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Favorite Halloween costume ever. Man. I will say one of the funny ones was I a few years back, maybe I was like 13 years old. The uh they had like those big emoji costumes that were in style. Um, so I had like a, like a, like a cool, like the sunglasses one. So it, I just looked like a big old yellow M&M running out there. But um, yeah, I mean, it was pro it's probably something like that. I was never big into like dressing up as anything crazy. Maybe I was, when I was like, you know, six and seven dressing up as like Spider-Man or something. But yeah, the one that I can remember, probably that one. On game day, I'm happiest or I feel best when I, what's, what's my favorite game day meal? Game day meal. So I will say I really leaned on my mom last year for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Um, it got to a point. You can't make your own? You know, I can now, all right? But <laughs> got me some slack, man. I, uh, so, no, what would happen is I would go from, you know, I'd be at the field, you know, I'd, I'd be at school and i'd come home for a few yeah i know yeah, yeah. I, I believe you are competent enough to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while you're at home i, I believe that i want i you're, choose to believe that you're probably right but uh you know being the lazy high schooler that i was i i said mom could you bring me some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and it started out as one and then one wasn't enough so i'd eat two um especially on like the long bus rides to like southern or something i you know i'd have two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and um, it felt like if I didn't have the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it, I, it wasn't my best performance, you know? So I think it was kind of like, a, you know, it was like a good luck charm for me. So yeah, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for sure. The good news is I have checked ahead and Auburn has both peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> so you're good. You're good to cool. go. College. Love that. I love to hear it. Zach, I appreciate the time tremendously. Thank you very much for joining us today. I know Auburn should be very excited that you're headed down there, getting uh, one of our best from up here in Jersey. What's one other thing you're going to miss, by the way? One thing you will definitely miss about New Jersey while you're down there. Man, I, I think as much as I hate it, 
right now. I think I'll miss the snow a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, I also say I'll miss the beach because I'm not a big beach goer, but I will say that when I do go to the beach, I don't think there's a, you know, an ocean out there that's going to be the Jersey shore. Um, and then, I mean, even on top of that, I think it's just the area. So many memories um, that I made here. Um, even the little park right by my house where I played little league for, you know, all the time that I was, you know, at that age, um, probably just the memories. Uh, I say all the time, I don't know if I'm going to come back to Jersey after I get a taste of what the South is like. But um, when I think about all the memories I had and how I'm going to want my family to experience the same things, I probably, I'll probably be back here. Um, at least yeah. hopefully, yeah, at least have a, a house over here. You know, that would be cool. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't know what my parents are going to do, but while I'm at college, they'll probably still be here. So I'll definitely miss my parents and all my friends that are going to college up here. So it'll be a change, but um, I think it'll be a change for the better. And I'll still come back and visit. You know, I, I can't exactly. stay away. So, yeah, exactly. We look forward to watching you over the next few years and beyond. And uh, like I said, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Zach Crotchfeld, our guest. Jackson uh, Memorial, um, set to uh, to do some big things in 22 and uh, headed to the SEC beyond that. So we uh, we appreciate everybody stopping by Generation Next here, and we look forward to catching you next time.